0: Well, uh, good morning. This is uh, week three uh, of our podcast, um, looking at how now should we live. Uh, And uh, this Sunday we reflected uh, a little bit on the kind of anchor in the storm. Um, Also got to say, Claire's got a big ear infection. So (laughs) the chance of her actually hearing me uh, and talking at a consistent (laughs) volume um, is a little bit of a challenge. So I apologize if we get a little bit loud.
1: I seem very, very loud in my own head and I compensate. Um, by being quiet, um, which has caused some interesting um, yeah, communication around our family. <laughs> uh,
0: but we'll um, we'll keep going and we'll muddle uh, muddle on through. So, uh, I guess this image of storm and boats has kind of evolved uh, over the last few weeks. I don't think it was our intention to uh, kind of focus on on boats when we started out.
1: No, no, it really it really wasn't. But it, it keeps kind of coming together. Both kind. Of so we, as it evolved, we thought about acts mm, yeah, that we okay. really felt drawn that we should look at acts. And um, I think the boats thing just came from something I happened to read mm. in a magazine um, and really resonated with me. And then when I spoke to you about it, it resonated with you. Um, and then it's woven together on a lot of other themes. Mm.
0: Yeah, so I guess, you know, I guess the kind of question is, we kind of related the pandemic to the storm. And uh, I guess it'd be nice to think a little bit about what's happening in the storm. Uh, Are we, how are we being impacted by the storm around us? Mm. Is it helping us to grow? Uh, Is it hindering us? Um, So just think a little bit about that, I guess, to start us off with. Um, Yeah, and I don't know what your reflections are on that. Well,
1: just thinking, um, so this week, I've I've been um, quite attentive to the results of the survey coming in. Mm. I have got absolutely no idea who has has written what, and mm. um, it's completely anonymous. Um, but it's really interesting seeing certain themes keep recurring, um, and it certainly looks to me, reading people's answers, that you know we've been through a storm, mm. um, and people are lost and anxious. Mm. Um, some are lost in their own kind of comfortableness. They're kind of isolated out in their in their comfortable boat, but lost. Other people are um, are just utterly, you know, mm. lost and uh, and nonplussed. But I think um, whilst I've seen some people's answers in the survey, it to me just doesn't feel like a surprise compared to every conversation I have with every person I mm. speak to. I. I'm um, just seeing person after person who is lost mm. um, at the minute, who is all at sea, um, and and people are really um, trying to make sense. Like, there's a lot of kind of, oh well, I guess it's because of this or because of that, and so and so said this, and like everybody all at once is is trying to just make sense mm. of why they're not feeling the way they thought they should be feeling, Um Interestingly it would be really good if I'd have a, had a survey done on the same questions 2 years ago because <laughs> yeah. I would have had something to compare to but I would have said 2 years ago um that with what is going on in people's lives with what's going on in, in the world I'd have said people are quite lost mm. and then this happened yeah, so I think can. we were already you know as a um a disconnected scattered mm. society not necessarily functioning um terribly well and yeah this the huge rise in mental health problems mm. indicate that for a lot of people um you know they could be doing better than perhaps they are coping um and so then you add on this ginormous situation and mm. i think it just it really emphasizes how much people are st- struggling and and i think all the coping mechanisms that we had were um well and truly blown away mm. so
0: and I guess that kind of the raging storm, and we, we talked a little bit on Sunday about um kind of an anchor, and the anchor doesn't stop the storm, does it? Mm. It's kind of, uh, we saw in Paul's journey, it didn't stop it, actually didn't really save him in the end, it just seemed to slow him and redirect his his kind of um falling, the boat that was falling apart onto a uh, a bit of a safer area, and it, it kind of doesn't stop the storm raging, mm. you know, and uh, we've been on, haven't been on a load of boats but there's been a few where we've I remember coming back from the Hebrides on a boat and from Lewis even, to Skye. <coughs> Ethan you were feeling quite seasick and you've normally got sea legs. Absolutely.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, I I love it. I love it when it gets really choppy but that that oh <laughs> my word having a gigantic <laughs> th- ferry being thrown up into the air and then just plummeting down some time later was um quite an experience.
0: Yeah, and that boat just plowed on through and yeah. um you know, but that that sense that the anchor doesn't stop it um and I think that's quite an interesting reflection on you know where we've been just trying to throw these anchors uh, and find some uh kind of security or some Mm. safety uh in these um in these times
1: I think it's it was for me really interesting um story because even though I'd read it some time ago it wasn't it wasn't a story that from from acts that was overly familiar to me compared to some other ones and um and it's quite untypical of so many Bible stories in that um, God doesn't seem to be orchestrating it in any way. He's not the storm itself is happening. Mm. So, so Paul has been arrested um, he is in a boat. The storm is happening now at no point do, does anybody kind of allude that this is God's plan mm. that God has brought about his arrest. God has brought about the storm or the suffering or the people who are with him it seems like there's a set of circumstances that are occurring and through those set of circumstances god has spoken to paul mm. but not that he is orchestrating the whole event which you know unlike kind of say um Jonah and the whale yeah, um, which is very much a kind of you know god brought about the storm and i don't there was no sense of that mm. it, for me in reading um this story and i found that actually quite interesting quite comforting that every bad thing that happens is not god's way of bringing something forward Mm. rather things happen and he is with us
0: because you do i mean certainly early on you know there was you know portions of you know kind of christian voices that were saying this is a judgment or this is a you know this pandemic is you know god's kind of Mm. you know speaking you know kind of you know sort of messing things up and uh i guess you know, if we relate that to sort of Paul's journey, it, this, these storms happen, these things happen and how do we sail through, you mm. know, and um and keep close to God through because Paul did stay close to God and you yeah. know, we've got the record of him praying and uh, despite everyone else panicking and chucking stuff overboard, um, he's, was able to stay um kind of close to God in that. Um
1: Although I do in in this when I when I read the story and when I listened to you saying it on Sunday, I was reminded once again of my grandma saying I just really struggle with Paul he does seem rather smug (laughs) and he does I mean come on like everything is going on and he says I told you so so he is you know (laughs) a a great apostle simple but there's times when you just think seriously is is this just a translation but you know why would anybody listen to you when both the captain and the <laughs> owner were saying you should do this? No, no, I tell you what, why don't we listen to the convict and the prisoner on board? It doesn't, doesn't make for a particularly, um, yeah, a feasible situation. But I, so I just, I often find that, that quite, he just, he just says what he's got to mm. say. Um,
0: and I, I think, um, we kind of spoke on this over a number of weeks, you know, there is a storm. Um, but it's impacted people in different ways yeah. uh, and just that makes it really hard to kind of weigh up a way forward you know because if we're all in the same boat you know if all of us were impacted so we all you know spent the last year unemployed mm-hmm. you know and out of work and you know in a very specific all same uh-huh. journey yeah. actually then we would say oh the church has got to be about helping everyone get back on their feet and get employed again. Yeah, and that's what the intention of the church has got to be going forward. Um, But we have this such a scattered, you know, kind of experience. Uh, And, you know, I've spoken to people who've had a whale of a time, Mm -hmm. you know, and others who have really suffered. Um, So how do we find a coherent way forward um, when all our experiences are so very, very different? Uh, And I feel that challenge, Mm -hmm. you know, because anything that I say, you know, in trying to sort of bring things together you leave yourself open to well that's not that's not my experience mm. that's not what I want to do I want I want everything to go back to how it was and that's what we should all be doing and so it, it is a real challenge I think you know for us to if we if we're serious about going forward together if yeah. we're not serious about going forward together it's really simple we'll just why don't we just do what we'll do the simplest thing, you know, the path of least resistance. But if we're serious about listening to each other and going forward together, actually, it's a really difficult one to to judge right.
1: It is, but it's also, this is where it isn't different. It's just more polarised. So like I said, I think if I did the survey two years ago, I would see the people were lost. They just wouldn't be dealing with it in the same way. Now, today, I think, we are all lost and we've all had different experiences, same as before. Now it's just a little bit more obvious and polarised and raw. It's raw at the minute, I think. But it's it's the same in that human beings have always struggled, do always struggle, have different opinions, have different ways of thinking of things. We all have different needs, values, ways of connecting. And it's it's when we expect that everybody else deals with things in the same way that we do that I think we end up. Um, well, I think you know that's that's kind of where um, religious sects and divisions happen mm. because you know schisms because you think that it can only ever be your way, mm. um, and in reality, it's just not. We've you know we're all very different. Mm. And you know, we've all been damaged in different ways too. So how we go forwards has to always be based on understanding that we are very, very different.
0: And to kind of change tact um a little bit, you've been thinking a bit about sheep um this morning. We saw the sheep on the way um to school uh huddled, oh, did you? And we did huddled under the um uh, the bush uh, and um came back and you were you'd been thinking about sheep.
1: Yeah, so I am. Um, I'd been the doctor's this morning and had a conversation with somebody, and the overwhelming feeling when I came back was just how lost that person was, and how lost they were relating. Everybody they spoke to were this um, so not not a person, not um, not somebody I'm aware particularly um uh, is of faith, but they just really were finding life just hard Mm. and they had already found it hard and now they were finding it just too hard and i i just felt this i came home with this um kind of burden of lostness if if you will oh goodness me um i feel that and i see everybody else i see a lot of other people feeling that and i don't know how do you um you know what comfort can you give to each other when you're all just Scattered, mm. and so I, I sat down just for a moment of quiet and um and just tried to to pray a bit, um just bring myself before God and um and while I was just sitting there quietly, I you know um I was just thinking uh, we all like sheep have gone astray. It just mm. kind of you know it was just sort of, I was thinking about you know that that feeling of just oh we're all we're all gone we're all over the place, um and and that kind of was. I could kind of see, a, a, I could just imagine a field of kind of sheep and they're kind of all over the place. Not really a field, but a a large area. The sheep are kind of everywhere. And I was thinking about that. I thought, you know, it really does feel like we're scattered. Hmm. Um, um, And I'm thinking about, well... What do you do about that? Because it feels like the whole world is scattered, that the whole world is lost. The whole world is struggling to work out where the heck it is and how do I get where I need to be and not feel so lonely all the time? And um, So I mulled this over for a while and um, just brought it to God and, and then my thoughts went elsewhere and then my thoughts came back to sheep again. And I was thinking that actually, unless something rather terrible is happening, bad weather, that kind of thing... Or they have been specifically gathered together or herded. Sheep actually generally spend most of their time scattered. And that seems to be their natural, natural kind of way of living. They're not necessarily far from each other, but hmm. they don't usually huddle. And um, in terms of, you know, like we're going to the highlands in a couple of weeks, we'll see the same herd of sheep over quite a large expanse. They'll be spread out and that that's actually natural and good hmm. and safe. So, because uh, I was wondering that kind of, if if we're all sheep, or well, we like sheep have gone as- astray and we're scattered, does that mean we have to gather all together? But actually, I don't. I think it's that we have to have the shepherd, mm. that we have to have a sense of knowing that we are a herd, that we are gathered wherever we are. And so, I don't think it's so much that there's anything physically wrong with being in different places. It's actually very natural you know state to be and I think I think we just feel it we feel scattered so how can we feel part of God's family how can we feel um children of the father how can we feel those of one shepherd Where, wherever we are how can we mm. get that new sense of safety and um we can be little wandering sheep you know mm. munching the grass as long as we go, go you know going about our business without feeling so desolate and alone Um, so I didn't come up with any answers, but I had that kind of image of that.
0: And it is an interesting, um, reflection because they do know the voice or the whistle of the shepherd. And I'm sure it was an unbelievable truth that that I, I can't remember exactly, but it was something like they can remember for quite a number of years. Yes. uh, The voice. Um, Yes. I can't remember how long, um, there was some sort of test. I'm sure they also said that most sheep turn left if given a choice yeah um, there was a couple I <laughs> sort you of. I think just be careful
1: how far you go down the sheep parallel <laughs>
0: yeah I'm like. not sure it's um but they they do remember you know and sheep aren't you know n- naturally you know most intelligent of creatures but they can remember the mm. voice and uh, my hope is that as we come through to this next phase of of where we're going that we might remember the voice of yeah. God and remember um uh, God calling us you know to gather again to um but in in new ways and creative ways mm. and uh, i think you know i think we're aware uh, and even if we um are very wanting things to go back to how they were i think we'll hope we're all aware that things will change a bit mm. um but ultimately god's love for us you know doesn't change uh, god's love for the church doesn't change mm-hmm. uh and I think we have to learn to find comfort in the new gathered you mm. know whatever that looks like and I I honestly don't think you know I think the human nature of wanting to come back together yeah. will override and you know be a really powerful force that you know I've got no intention of fighting it is really important mm, you know it's that need drawing people. back you know is really valid va- valuable um I I think it's but what have we learnt? You know, mm. what do we bring back with us, um, and how do we minister to those who come back, uh, a bit broken, a bit lost, mm. uh, a bit hurt, a bit more exposed, uh, a bit more willing to question and uh, and wrestle with things, um,
1: so and and what unnecessary cargo we've yeah you know chucked overboard as well because. There's a lot of things that maybe we kept out of tradition's sake, not because it was really part of our vision or our values, yeah. but because we'd always done it. Mm. And perhaps there's a sense of as we move forward, we look to what it is really, you know, well, look to what the shepherd wants for us, basically, yeah. and forget anything else and let him lead us into green pastures.
0: Because mm. that's a change, you know, I think, you know, I, the analogy you can push in the analogy don't you but there's kind of that nomadic nature to you know some farming isn't there you yeah. kind of move on and i know in this country we've kind of penned everyone in and mm-hmm. uh and so but there's a moving on and trusting that the new you know kind of uh, the new area the new grass you know is just as good if yeah. not better um and i think that's going to require a little bit of us Um, trusting one another uh, Mm -hmm. and trusting uh, something of God's direction and God's voice you know within that
1: and for some people that's also staying put because some people they're desperate for nothing to change for other people they're always wanting everything to change so it's going to be interesting going forward
0: and we are all very different you know I kind of um, I was thinking my um, I don't like new shoes Um, you know I kind of yeah, I, and I often think I've got to, You know, I've got to buy a new pair of shoes, and I wish I'd bought two pairs of the other yeah, shoes. and <laughs> I could have just gone straight into the to that pair, and I hadn't had to think about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes down to buying new shoes, I've never got enough money to buy two pairs of them. But I kind of always just wish if I just you know I wouldn't. Yeah, have you've to,
1: been saying that for twenty years. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't
0: have to kind of uh, go through the change of a new pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. And there's we all have our quirks, you know, like that There's mm-hmm. things that you know just a bit you know finicky about and uh, and don't like that change. Um yeah. and having to find the the kind of new thing or or work through the new thing, and we all battle and and kind of you know v- verbalize that in different mm. ways, and I think we're gonna find that as a church how do we graciously verbalize you know some of our you know little foibles and frustrations mm. um and still cling to the core value of wanting to wanting to be together and wanting to hear God's voice you know within
1: that and I think that has to be it has to be almost a like you say sheep are the most intelligent of creatures they just follow mm. and there's throughout the bible there is something about you know love over knowledge and prophecies mm. or g- generally we're we're pushed to just listen and and follow and be encouraged be like little children mm. and i think there is something in that of just how can we be listening for the shepherd's voice
0: mm. and that takes that takes some wisdom and discernment to hear from God and you know I kind of said that on Sunday it's with fear and trembling we kind of say that we've heard Mm. from God because I I do I do worry that we banded around you know quite quickly um and any new direction any new uh wisdom or guidance or uh, direction for the local church it's with fear and trembling that I kind of say this is what I think God's saying um and all along the way it will be coming back to you know the gathered church for Mm clarification for wisdom for hearing from god and uh at no point are we uh me individually or mm. as a team just wanting to charge off and say this is where we're going it's uh, well i
1: things i think we've both often heard people say god's given me a message and mm. i think we've probably both later thought hmm that didn't work out quite like yeah. that did it so that then is quite difficult for your mm. faith when you've believed god said something mm. and then he, you know it seemed actually later like, No, that was totally me. Um so y- you just wanna be careful as you go mm. forward and be humble in how we say God has spoken. And I think I think over time you can look back and say, Wow, he didn't just speak that, he loudly mm. shouted that. Mm, yeah. Um but it's kind of sometimes you've got to go forward more gently in that way.
0: Yeah, and that's um yeah, and that's an interesting one, isn't it? Just thinking that through um a little bit. Um I'm sorry. I'm just trying to read my um, last little bullet point that I um uh, I made, um, and I can't read my own writing.
1: Was it about stones? <laughs> was
0: it about stones? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's either got to be about stones, anchors, or sheep, because um, that's all we're talking about. Um, that's crazy, isn't it? Um, I okay. So I think it was. How do we? It's it's back to that. So what? What mm-hmm. does it look like to live an anchored life? What does it look like? Uh, to live a kind of a life where we're staying close to God or hearing, ah, that's what the word says, or hearing the kind of shepherd's voice. What does that actually look like mm. today, um, for me, you, for everyone? Because um, we can say these things, and I can stand up on Sunday and say, yes, you know, we need to, you know, have our firm anchor, you know, in God. But what, what, what does that even, what does that even mean, and what does that look like? Um, and
1: that's what I was I was thinking on Sunday, listening to your talk, like kind of thinking, like, so yes, what? that's <laughs> it. No, <laughs> how rude. I was thinking, you know, yes, that's it. How do I, you know, I need to put my anchor down. I need to um, just root myself to God. And then just after I had that kind of, oh, yeah, I definitely need to do that. It was like, a ah, how do I do that? Mm. I'd, and I, I, I really struggle with this, this question mm. um, and this making this practical because... I don't know, and
0: and I guess traditionally in my so my pre you know, I guess my upbringing, it would be well, you've got to do your quiet time, you know, get up early, mm-hmm. you know that's how your stuff stuff's called, get up early, do your quiet time, read your Bible, you know, do the Bible in a year, you know that's how you find, and
1: all focused on you,
0: yeah, I guess so, yeah, and I guess now it's if it's okay, they're not necessarily bad things, um but if we're not that sort of personality some people are like that it's like okay i've just got to set my you know direction and these things will really help me
1: but the thing is it doesn't really matter on your personality or not it can't be about us and i was thinking about this well so what can i can do to anchor and actually all i can do is chuck the anchor overboard that's it that's about where my (laughs) power ends and if i you know if this great big Mm. all loving god this shepherd this um this almighty one who cherishes his children is real, then I have to believe that he will secure my anchor. Mm, yeah. He will be the one who will um, take hold of that. So I think mm. whilst in the past, yes, I thought, right, okay, that means more Bible study or quiet time mm. or um, prayer or you know extra services or whatever, it, I think, <sighs> without sounding disrespectful, I'd say this is up to God. Mm. I can, we can throw our anchors out. We can say, please, God, take us in all humility and and then we have to trust that he will anchor us.
0: Mm. And the, the passage in Hebrews is hope, you know, it's an anchor yeah. for the soul. It's not, you know, that's that hope and that faith, you know, in who God is uh, and our love for God and God's love for us. Um, and it's not a, you know, what's the anchor for your soul? Well, you know, kind of strict you know kind of rule mm-hmm. of life you know is that and that's not it it's like a hope a hope in the creator god you know is it, and that's very a bit woolly uh, and not very kind of tangible and not kind of you know you know black and white it's actually what can i do to how does it make a difference for me today well i put my hope in yeah in the god who created the world uh, and with all my doubts and fears and uh, foibles i'd kind of say you know that's where my hope Stands.
1: otherwise essentially you're just taking cu- charge of your own boat you're anchoring yeah, okay. it to bible study or family safety or financial security so you're still in charge of your own little kingdom mm. i think the what next is i think it's always the leap of faith mm. and it's the leap of faith knowing actually i might be wrong um you know god might not be there to secure my anchor but if i believe he is then i don't need to look to anything else
0: yeah and i think yeah and that's the that's the challenge isn't it know, yeah, and and i think you're right In i think we can often hear these things and say well it's, i've got to do something mm-hmm. but the stone uh kind of image was quite an interesting one you know that idea that um you know kind of the weathered stone you know mm-hmm. is a, like our soul and that's what i was reflecting on um on sunday and similarly if you take it too far ultimately that stone gets, gets weathered worn away <laughs> <to> <laughs> nothing. so you've got to re-watch um with these kind of analogies but the idea that we kind of we're formed and we're we're kind of affected by you know our kind of daily challenges and and ups and downs, um, and some of those amazing you're quite one for picking up rocks on the beach and uh,
1: some <laughs> yeah. amazing
0: stones where you kind of that, certainly I was thinking of the ones with holes in. It's like yeah. oh my goodness, how's that got a hole in? And mm-hmm. uh, and somehow it has more of a, a kind of a beauty and a you know kind of significance because that hole's there.
1: I just remember when we were in Scotland last year, a few years ago, Sam and I um, found uh, rose quartz, but you had to smash it against a gigantic rock to break it in two so that you could actually see this beautiful Mm, kind of inner rose quartz in what looked like otherwise, just a plain old stone. Um, And I think there is that sense of beauty sometimes being exposed through pain. But sometimes mm. pain just exposes more pain. I, yeah. And I don't want to get away from that. It's, there's not always a, a silver lining to it.
0: No, there's not. But that, you know, uh, and someone who kind of, uh, yeah, probably myself personally, I kind of battle against the attrition of life and just, mm. and probably have a sense of just striving for the balanced, perfect life, you know, and kind of, yeah. you know, that's kind of, that's then I'll be happy. Um, And taking some of that actually, how do I, how do I grow through the reality rather than wish for they're perfect Uh, and that's why i think that that kind of the gradual kind of rubbing off of sharp edges you Mm. know seem to resonate um with me maybe it doesn't connect you know so with other people but just how am i allowing you know the Mm. challenges and the uh, and the storms to kind of form me rather than riling against them which i think is probably my natural you know position Um, well i also
1: kind of for me it tends to be the more the analogy of a seed um that the seed kind of has to get smashed up and Mm, broken to become the oak tree Mm. so you have to it has to fall from the tree Mm. it gets stomped on in the ground the shell smashes out come the oak seeds and then they've got to go through the Mm. process of becoming an oak tree and I think from a little tiny thing great strength comes Mm. Um, and so for me maybe more a seed than a a stone because I can see the possibility Mm. coming from it and then you know similarly that they make more seeds and hmm. and on we go and life is as far as I'm aware from everything I've, I've read from going back however many thousands of years life has always been quite tough and mm. um, we think that this is a big challenge this you know most recent for us the coronavirus but there to have existed in any time or any place always has so much trouble mm. of its own um, and it's how we are uh, I I I don't understand why, mm. but it's how we move forward. Um.
0: Well, I think if you've been playing a metaphor bingo, you've got all of them. I think yeah, we've had anchors, sheep, seeds stones <laughs> yeah if you're trying to tick them off as you go along we've kind of i think i'm, I'm a very
1: visual person rather than a, um, a word person so yeah, i see things so i'm I'm going to probably always do that and if at any point anybody does want to play metaphor bingo you you go ahead you and en- you enjoy yourself so maybe there'll be a, a recurring
0: theme <laughs> um over these things so um we'll approach next week and i'm not sure we quite know where we're going we're going to uh, probably um, reflect a little bit on the survey um i think we've had about 50 people
1: we have um, had we've had 50 responses which yeah so I'm really i think it will be really
0: interesting and want to get those out you know, to people so they can certainly the third question i think on on our experiences to to reflect yeah. on and to pray through um so it'd be really positive to get that out to the church mm-hmm. uh, in the next week or so um so i think uh we'll leave it there I pray uh, just a blessing on you as you listen to this uh, i pray that you would uh, know something of god's voice Uh, in the challenges of this day. God bless you this day.
1: Goodbye.